Today on the news and why it matters, Lindsey Graham is investigating Joe Biden and Ukraine. Let's see if he will finally uncover any stones that we've been uncovering here on Blaze TV for a while now. Uh, also, an FBI agent is in trouble for allegedly altering a document that ultimately led to the uh, FISA warrant on the Trump campaign. Got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Friday. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's Friday. I can't, it's finally Friday. I felt like I was going, going to possibly jump off a bridge uh, <laughs> yesterday after hearing impeachment hearings and the debate between all the stupid Democratic candidates and then another impeachment hearing. So I'm really glad it's Friday and we have beer. Uh, I'm, I'm joined today by Stubergear. Good fair and, fair and balanced open there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really solid. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I thought so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just, just, just the facts. Yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Gray and uh, YouTube host Eric July. Yeah. Thanks for being in studio, as always, and trolling Stu with your Dallas Cowboys you know gear. All the time. Every, every time after a win, yeah. I make sure that... You are always welcome yeah. here. Uh, and, I mean, wherever Stu sits, I would like you to just be in his <laughs> eye line. That would be preferable. Uh, got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Um, I love Black Rifle at our home. I also love that they have a, um, they have a batch that is actually double caffeine which is what we need uh, here working in this industry because the work never stops and we always need to be caffeinated. Uh, so Black Rifle Coffee Company is veteran-owned and operated, and they, are, uh, they have premium small batches, roast-to-order for people who love America, which is obviously you. Uh, the best way to enjoy this freedom-filled coffee is to join the Black Rifle Coffee Club. Now, here's the cool thing about Black Rifle Coffee Club. You choose the amount and the blends that you want. They've got a whole bunch of different blends in there. Like I said, my favorite is the one that gives you double the caffeine and they, get you, they give you a special discounted price. They ship it free directly to your home or office every single month, so you will never be without your coffee. You're not like, at the end of the day, you're like, oh, crap, i got to run to the store to have coffee in the morning. No, they're going to ship it directly to you when you need it. Uh, throughout the month of November, for each coffee purchase, Black Rifle Coffee Company will give a bag of their limited-time offer holiday roast to troops overseas to be delivered by Christmas. So you get good coffee, and you also get to do something good for the troops. That's a win-win. you got to go to blackriflecoffee.com slash news. If you enter promo code news, you will get 20% off your first order of any coffee products. That includes the coffee club. That's blackriflecoffee.com slash news. Enter promo code news. Uh, also, by the way, I highly, highly recommend their coffee cups. They're, like, super awesome and sturdy and durable. Uh, all right, so... Lindsey Graham just yesterday sent a letter to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo requesting call summaries or transcripts between Joe Biden and uh, former Ukraine President Poroshenko. Graham tweeted out, uh, he said, today I sent a letter to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo uh, related to re requesting documents related to all of these things. He also included Hunter Biden in there and he said any other Obama administration officials. Um, Stu, do you think that this is going to finally be the the domino falling that sets this domino effect of us actually talking about the real facts and things that are taking place in Ukraine between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden or no? I mean, it's possible, I guess. I'm not overly optimistic uh, mm -hmm. that they're going to really look into this stuff. Why would that be? Um, I don't know. Uh, every bit of history. <laughs> um, uh, just other than that, though, nothing. 
Um, it, you know, they, looking at this, and you, you you see this sort of evidence that's come out. I mean, you know, we were talking about this a little bit on radio earlier today. There was a uh, one of the big claims that this is a big conspiracy theory mm-hmm. is that uh, one of the investigators over there said that he got a list of do not prosecute uh, names that you should not prosecute in Ukraine. And then the guy who said that, ah, no, actually, he withdrew that claim. All right, well, that sounds like a pretty good argument, right? Probably didn't happen. Well, when you actually read what he said, first of all, he says, well, I didn't write, they didn't give me a list. I just wrote the list down, which is kind of the same thing (laughs) to me. Like, it's really not about, like, who wrote the piece of paper. It's really more about. But the other thing is, we have a letter from George Kent, one of the guys who Mm -hmm. um, uh, testified this week, uh, that is from him. To, uh, to people in Ukraine saying a list of people you shouldn't prosecute them. We're very disappointed. It would, this is not the way we're supposed to be doing things. And, you know, so it's another person who tes- testified this week instead of the one that was initially named. Is this your, your big defense that this is not a conspiracy theory? Um, and I think that's it. Like, you know, I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of this, but any effort to get this past the idea that it can be dismissed as just blatant conspiracy theory, I think, is good. And when you look at the Senate um, <clears throat> hearings that will eventually come up after they cert- surely will uh, impeach the president, I think, um, in there is the chance where Republicans get to make their case and they get to bring these things up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's something there, which it certainly looks like there is, there's a lot of documents supporting it. Um, if there's something there, that can be part of this conversation. And I think it should be, because yeah. if you just look at one side of this, you're not you're not going to get the full picture. And the American people, I think, generally speaking, um, kind of come down to their teams a lot. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like, you know, even people like Eric, who's wearing the awful Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, you know, you go down to your teams, but that is what it is, like jerseys, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sadly, yeah. it's not supposed to be. I know. I think the more information we have, though, hopefully there's a chance that people look at things and choose the right side, which would, of course, be the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, God. <laughs> No, okay, so you're done. You're done here. Um, Pat, you haven't been on the program at all this week. What, what's your takeaway from all of these impeachment hearings and how what Lindsey Graham is doing might play into it? I wish somebody would give Lindsey Graham a link to The Blaze or maybe YouTube where you can get it for free and you can watch all three hours of the, well, it's actually all three specials, but yeah. about, what, six or seven hours. Glenn will never be withheld to one hour of the yeah. specials. <laughs> He can't say hello in less than an hour. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, there is so much information in those three specials that I, I, I can't for the life of me understand why they haven't picked up on it and run with any of it. And if you don't believe us, look at the documents for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do some investigating for yourself. All the legwork's already been done for you. It's right there. Just enjoy it. And did you see that he was trending on Twitter Last night, because there was a graphic that showed George Soros with mm. with puppet strings, and they were like, mm. <gasps> "Glenn Beck, the anti-Semite." Oh, Beck. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. I did see like, that. I saw that this morning. I mean, it's, but that's just the perfect example yeah. of Don't someone. Don't you love how George Soros represents all uh, all Jews? All Jews. Uh, how puppets, all Jews how in the puppets world are somehow synonymous. <laughs> Puppeteers, more so, are synonymous to every single every single graphic of any sort of puppeteer has to be anti-Semitic. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard, and yet Mm -hmm. media matters, man. Mm. I mean, I I love that argument too. It's like, first of all, Glenn won the Defender of Israel (laughs) award from, (laughs) which is uh, what I brought up last night. I was like, oh man, you know, Uh, all those anti-Semites winning Defender of Israel awards. Yeah, it happens all the time. It was presented to him by Benjamin Netanyahu. 
uh, who may be... You may, oh, another corrupt person. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you might not like the guy, but he's certainly not an anti-Semite. Um, and then, uh, you know, it, it's so funny because there's this thing, and this goes to every uh, identifying characteristic, right? If you criticize a Hispanic person, mm-hmm. then you hate Hispanics. Well, if you criticize now. a woman, then you hate women. If well, you hate, look at the squad. Uh, Ilan Omar, you, yeah, can't, criticize you can't criticize her, her without her. Right, exactly. being it's, attacked. It, for some reason, the left expects to, that that in every group gets complete immunity. You can't create, you can't criticize a person within this group. Unless you're straight. Yeah, right. Unless you're straight. Male, right. there you go. Or, of course, if you're going after conservatives, because what's the thing about George Soros? I, I, if you're going to make it into a thing like we absolutely have to have the right to be critical of one of the largest democratic donors in the world mm-hmm. right like this is right. an obvious thing that a conservative might not like his policies mm-hmm. might not like the way he's using his influence of course we have to talk about that we're not supposed to talk about it because he's jewish like like <laughs> I, who cares like I had, when we talked about soros for months before i even knew he was jewish like yeah. it's not it has, mm-hmm. it's not even part of the picture um, the only reason I knew about it is because they started saying we were anti-Semites. We're just like, wow, how the hell? How could I be anti-Semite if I didn't know? Um, but beyond that, like, let's go and That's look a really back. lazy anti-Semite. Right a terrible there. one. And Glenn is the worst anti-Semite of all time because he's <laughs> terrible at it. He won the Defender of Israel Award. But not only did he win the De- Defender of Israel Award, he won the Defender of Israel Award that is also named after Sheldon Adelson. Now, Adelson is one of the biggest Republican donors who is Jewish and is criticized all the time Mm. by the left. So it's completely okay for them to do it because they get immunity from all these terrible accusations. I mean, it's lazy. Mm -hmm. It's not not something a serious person could possibly believe. Um, Yet, here it is, and, you know, it'll trend on Twitter because, you know, that is the, the level of intellect. It's a lot less than 142 characters or 280 or whatever the hell it is now. Uh, it is, it's about two characters. Uh, and, you know, it's media matters, so they, they do what they do. But it's pathetic that people still keep buying this crap. Yeah, once again, Media Matters, we welcome you to watch the Democrats' Hydra. It is, as Pat said, available on YouTube for free. Uh, You know, if you want to run your mouth, maybe you should uh, go ahead and know what you're talking about. Uh, Eric, what's your impression of just the impeachment hearings, how they've gone this week? Do you think anything's going to come? Well, it's been just exhausting because obviously it dominates pretty much every single headline. So I think a lot of stuff that happens even at the state and local level, it just kind of gets buried mm-hmm. um, because that's this is what we're discussing. This is the most important thing. That's um, it's the headline. No matter what news, major, minor, doesn't matter. Everybody's talking about impeachment. But to piggyback off what Stu said, it's good that, well, hopefully, regardless, out of all of this, that we get information that's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't matter who, well, I know the people that are presenting it, they actually care who mm-hmm. they can uh, throw under the bus, if you will, by presenting this uh, information, but at least from the Joe Blow individual that just wants to analyze it. Hopefully, with all of this stuff coming out, we can just see what's going on instead of it being presented like it is now by one side, dealing with uh, Ukraine. Can we somehow uh, make Trump the bad guy here? That's what's being presented, and as always, I think Anytime you're dealing with the federal government, it's usually it's not just a dumb, it's a rabbit hole. You know what I mean? That you go down and you'd be surprised who's going to have to get caught in the cross 
fire if if that's the rabbit hole that you choose to to go down and quite often it may not it may not even work in their their favor because by bringing this up maybe it exposes guys that are on their team Mm -hmm. and that's what i've been looking at it from from that standpoint i'm actually hoping that's the case uh (laughs) because that'll give me some some way to be like i've been trying to tell y'all this you know it it goes down on on, it's not just one side um when it comes to this when it comes to uh being corrupt in, in in the federal government so that's what i hope i mean that's being terribly optimistic (laughs) about it all but i just hope that the information gets out there i really honestly don't expect um people to just be like okay well wait a minute somebody else was involved in this as well that may be part of the party that i'm that i support i really don't expect they'll even acknowledge that Mm -hmm. but at the very least hopefully people see that it's something that's going going down on multiple different angles of this and we can all look at this and be like well this may be a little silly mm-hmm. you know what i mean not even just that but how much uh power we put in the presidency um and the influence we put in the presidency just all together yeah pat do you think that we are too tribal are we too far gone that even if all of this ukraine stuff actually came out the mainstream media covered it correctly we had you know evidence that there was corruption in Ukraine linked to Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. All of these things that Glenn is saying is true. It comes out in mainstream media. Are we too far gone? Are we too tribal to Probably. even care? Yeah, feels like it. Yeah. Feels like it to me. Um, but beyond that, the information could get out there in a better way. I, I think the Trump administration has played this Terribly. Awful. Really badly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, he called into Fox News this morning. Mm. Yeah, that was rough. And talked for, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes, yeah. something like that, and was still hammering on things that have kind of been discredited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he did try to call in on, on my show, but we were playing more on trivia. We told him to call back next hour. So oh, we weren't able to speak with it. him, and Darn maybe it. we could have set him straight. <laughs> but I, I, it, it's hard to understand for me the tack, the white house is taking and i you know there there are certain things that would have put an end to this i think a while ago and that's that yeah i i told them that we're going to delay the uh the money the aid to them until they investigate corruption Mm -hmm. which was coming from america in the national interest Mm -hmm. if he would have played that tack from from the beginning i I don't know if we'd even be here now but he is at least saying that he wants a trial in the Senate, which yeah. I think there should be at this point. And McConnell's office did say, confirm that they're not going to do a quick vote on like just dismissing it. Really? Um, they are now saying we are yeah. going to go ahead. Okay. With it. And, it's, and look, there should be a trial. I, I don't, I don't yes. want to establish a precedent that they don't, you know, the, the Senate can just blow it off if, so, if the House impeaches. Mm-hmm. And Republicans will control it this time. And they'll control mm-hmm. it and like, they'll have a chance to get their information out. You know, yeah, I, that it, will help. Yeah, I, I think so. And their approach has been, I, I would totally agree with you. I think their approach has been a disaster, mm-hmm. um, you know, largely because they, you know, Trump has existed his entire life with one very consistent pattern going back to his days as, you know, a real estate guy in the 80s, which is to say everything that you have is the greatest thing of all time and never move off of that position one inch. Right. Um, so when you say perfect you have a call. perfect phone call, mm-hmm. like you, we're talking about moving tactics to say it's not like you're admitting you did anything wrong, but you have to be able to put it in a perspective that the American people can understand. I think anybody could look at this. The man's about to get impeached. The phone call was not perfect. No matter what you think, you think it was. It, I mean, yes, it's a partisan activity and uh, agreed. And I don't I don't think he should be. Be impeached mm-hmm. over it. We've we've talked about that a yeah. lot, but yeah. but that being said, like 
if you can't move off of the, that your call was perfect, how are you going to make a nuanced argument about whether quid pro quo is a beneficial thing in foreign policy? Like, right. that's not yeah. where he is. Right. And I think yeah. the people around him want to make that argument. And he's just like, I can't, my policy is I don't give an inch. This has been a policy that has happened for 50 yeah. years. And what it has done has made him president of the United States. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't imagine he's going to change it now. But in this sort of situation, I think it does hurt him. The, but beyond that, without a without a really clear thing, Donald Trump on the phone saying, look, I don't care. The money's going to be withheld unless, you know, what I mean, you're going to need something of that level because people aren't going to have their mind changed. You know, they're just not going to have their mind changed unless it's super, super clear. You, you see it occasionally like when. You know, some Republicans turned on Roy Moore because they were like, well, he might have been touching little kids. Like, there there needs to be a pretty big thing uh, for people to kind of change their minds in this sort of environment. And as much as I think what Glenn's done has been really important and it's informed a lot of people, um, you know, a seven hours of special is there's just not enough of attention span for people unless they're really thirsty for knowledge to find that stuff. And a lot of people aren't. And it's complicated. Yeah. Right. If it's not told to them in 90 seconds, they've stopped listening. All right. Uh, An FBI agent reportedly being investigated for allegedly altering a document in the Trump campaign aid probe when we come back. Also, if I could just like never hear the term quid pro quo again, I I would be so happy. Before we get back into it, I want to thank our sponsor, realestateagentsitrust.com. If you are looking to buy or sell your house, especially if you are maybe you have a job that's relocating you to a completely new state and you're like, I have no idea where the neighborhoods are that I'm going to feel safe and want my kids to be able to play outside without someone calling CPS on me because I let them walk the dog down the street. Uh, you got to use realestateagentsitrust.com. Now, Glenn uh, founded this company, and it's basically a matchmaking service for your real estate agent and you. So we've got all of these real estate agents all across the country, and these are the top real estate agents in your area or the area where you're going. They are going to uh, get you the best deal, get you the the most for your money, and more importantly, they share your values. So you know that you know when you're dealing with them, they're going to know the neighborhoods that you guys are going to feel comfortable in and feel safe in. They're going to know uh, you know you don't want to live next to the guy who's like Breaking Bad, who's making <laughs> meth. They're going to know that already. Unless you want access to meth. That's true. I mean, then maybe you just tell them, I want to be next to Brian Cranston and Breaking Bad, and then they'll know where to put you. Uh, You can go to realestateagentsitrust.com. All you got to do is fill out a simple little form and hit send, and then a real estate agent will be in contact with you very shortly. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. So um, apparently, now, gentlemen, brace yourselves, CNN actually reported this, which you know it's bad. It's, it's really bad news when CNN is actually reporting on this. Uh, an FBI agent is reportedly being investigated for altering a document, uh, possibly, in the probe of the Trump campaign aides. Uh, according to the report, uh, Inspector General turned over evidence of the altered document to federal prosecutor John Durham, who is, of course, doing an investigation in this now. Uh, the, uh, the document, this is what we know, the document was altered in a, quote, substantive manner, but it is unclear whether it would have changed the origin of the FISA probe. And details of this 
altered, allegedly altered document are going to be included in this IG report that we're supposed to see uh, at the beginning of next month, at the beginning of December. Now, of course, CNN's spin was, well, this, this report is obviously going to help fuel claims from the allies of the president I bet that the Republicans FBI pounce on this one. They always do. <laughs> Republicans pounce. That's what they do. I mean, they probably should pounce. They should them. right yeah. now, right at this particular moment. Yeah, and they should. Durham is like really super high, res- yeah. highly respected by both sides. He's a, you know, a relatively unimpeachable source. Uh, so it, that'll it'll be interesting. I mean, I think that one of the things that the defense of Trump and Republicans will be is to say, well, like maybe you didn't like what the president did over here, but like look at all the stuff that was going on over here. Right. Everything's kind of dirty here, so you better as well pick the person uh, whose policies you like more. Look how good the economy is. Right? Yeah. Like that's a, that's, a, that's a strain of argument that I think can actually sell to the American people, um, and it's probably a, a halfway decent strategy, separate from what you know, right and wrong. Just like strate- strategically, it's a pretty good idea, right? Show the, the 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 other side has a lot of these same problems, which is completely true, if, and it's I would argue much worse on that side much of the time. Uh, and but this this whole thing kind of comes down to the foundation of all of these problems. And, you know, Eric, you brought it up. It's like there is an if we could get to a place where we understood what the role of government was supposed to be in our lives, which was almost nothing. Right. Then these things don't make a difference. There's corruption. Well, who cares? There's not enough money that it makes a difference. They and, have and, enough power. and they don't have enough power <laughs> yeah. to change our lives. Instead, we you know, we're constantly surrounded by the you know sort of aura of politicians and personalities in Washington, and it not only screws up our government, but it screws up all of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not supposed to be the thing dominating our lives, and, and so often it does now. Yeah, Eric, it would it would show what you were saying earlier is both sides are doing. Oh, it. absolutely, and <laughs> corruption from the FBI. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, but no, like seriously, that's to me is the angle that I've been taking with a lot of this that's been going on is for people just to reanalyze how powerful these, um, you know, these agencies, whatever, ABC, doesn't matter, how powerful these agencies are, how intrusive they are, and how more so they can be abused um, mm-hmm. to get whatever end game that it is that they push for. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's true that, yes, it, ideally, government would be as small to the point to you don't even notice that it, it, it's there. But that's not the case. And this is the one positive thing that I could say um, just in an information age with social media as much as I hate it sometimes is that information does spread very fast a lot faster than what it ever has so I'm hoping that and again me being optimistic is that people start to wake up and, and see that you know what what's going on and instead of trying to get let's say their guy to control whatever position that it is or or uh, be in whatever position of power that it is we get rid of it because people should be after these two um, I would think, if anything, out of these two recent presidencies, people would see like, OK, because a lot of people were, I know I was warning people uh, the, the whole Obama situation. It was like you keep giving these guys more power. Mm-hmm. Once the team switches, yeah. it's going to be used against you. Yep. And that's the angle that I've been taking. And that's the angle that I hope people just start to approach it as a lot of these different stories not just come out. It's, they're able to be spread. Everybody's uh, head is glued to their TV, their uh, phones, their laptops, computers and what have you. And they can see this stuff and they can see that these things are taking place in so many different different mediums or whatever they choose to consume. So I hope people realize this It's not just coming from one side. It's coming from several different angles, several, di- several different sides. And this is what happens. This is the danger of having these uh, major, you know, very powerful agencies. Yeah. Pat, last word. 
you, you know, you couple this with the with the uh, uh, Struck and and Stu's wife Lisa Page situation, <laughs> and you see that this stu- this kind of stuff has uh, been brewing yeah. on the other side against Trump for a, a long time, uh, and so. Maybe there'll be enough of this information and evidence to come out that people will finally start paying attention to it. Mm. All right. Well, we will see. Back in a minute. Mm. You yeah. know, I like Googling Lisa Page and we're going to see if she's my wife. Hey, before we go, if you want to hear more from our friend Eric July over here, he has, as we mentioned earlier, a YouTube channel. Would you tell them where they can find you? Hit me up, Young Ripper 59 is Y-O-U-N-G-R-I-P-P-A-5-9 on YouTube. That's my channel for since I was 16 years old. And wow. Mm. Growing, uh, obviously, my podcast, 4 Cannon Take, is live on all major digital platforms, so they can go check me out there as well. I love that. Yeah. And every time you're on the show, there's always multiple comments on YouTube that are like, is that Young Ripper yeah, I yeah, see? A lot of people just, they see me talk about like all the pop culture stuff. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. He talks about this stuff too. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you talk about video games, pop culture. You can get it all at, uh, at Eric's YouTube channel. Also, we're doing overtime next, which if you don't have Blaze TV dot com you're not gonna be able to see it yeah you might be listening to it on podcasts but don't you want to see our bright and brilliant faces on tv mm. don't you mm-hmm. this is a good sell right blaze tv dot com <laughs> promo code news will help if you want to see us Yay! up next enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters available exclusively for podcast listeners and blaze tv subscribers not a subscriber start your free trial at blaze tv.com as we mentioned on a previous show joe biden it's been a really hard week for joe biden he had the democratic debate uh, on the same, it was the same day, wasn't it, that he found out that he was going to be a grandfather? <laughs> I think it was. Uh, for, well, he was a grandfather well, already. For, mm. Right, for <laughs> a new baby from Hunter Biden and some random chick in Arkansas. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he was kind of saying wasn't his kid. And they got a DNA test and, and, and with the courts and Oopsies. they found it, it, it was. Yeah. Oopsies. And, and then I read it was he conceived this child at the same time that he was dating his brother, his his brother's Dead widow. brother's widow. It's complicated, yeah. man. It's yeah. Complicated. And then he dumped a both and he married some model from... That he had known for a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I mean... Is he still married to her? Yeah, so far. I think Ooh, so. I wonder how she's taking yeah. the news about the uh, the new baby. Uh, I mean, look, he's had a troubled past. I'm not surprised if she'd kind of factored some of the stuff in, you know? I mean, well, so. she's, yeah. Take it into consideration. Yeah. I mean, he's also got all that Burisma money, so I'm sure that helps. Right. $130 million dollars, uh, yeah. went, to, uh, went to his uh, company mm-hmm. um, through a bailout process. So it was your money. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, the you're welcome, Hunter. Gift. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to Hunter Biden and friends. I mean, that was that that was this week. Uh, Biden's uh, debate performance was this week. I mean, it was a rough week for Joe. Yeah. Oh, he's terrible at the debate. Terrible. He wasn't he? Terrible. I loved when he said uh, you have to do two things when you become president. You have to defeat Donald Trump. I'm like, uh, but Wait. aren't you already doing that if you're president, if you're president already? President. That's Sorry, not that. something. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it again. Are we changing the system? <laughs> you got to beat him twice. Uh, so Joe Biden was asked by a reporter uh, about his newly uh, found out about grandchild over there in Arkansas. And he was very clearly not expecting the question to come from uh, the reporter. Let's watch what Joe Biden had to say. 
This meeting, this meeting with the mayors. I'm wondering if you have a comment on this report and court filing out of Arkansas that your son Hunter just made you a grandfather again. No, that's a private matter. I have no comment. Mr. Vice President, thank you. 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 Oh, yeah, he was not happy. Classy. You're a good man. Do we know who the reporter was? Uh, It says here it was Peter Ducey, Fox News. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't like Fox News. That makes sense. Uh Uh, That's (laughs) That's pretty bold, though, to make that kind of snarky remark at a reporter for, I thought it was a fair question. You don't think it's well, a fair question? Well, he'd ask Trump. Exa- that's what I'm saying. In I mean, today's, if in he today's impregnated media, a woman, they wouldn't, he, wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't ask Trump about it? Yes. That's what, in today's media, in 2019, all of the questions that they ask yep. everyone else, yeah. is that not a fair question to ask Not Joe for Biden? a Democrat. But right. that's the double standard we have. And right? I feel like that's why he was so, like, uh, yes, caught off guard shocked. by it. Yeah. He was shocked. But you know if that was Donald Jr. or Eric who had a love child in Arkansas not or me, wherever. Not this, not this Eric. Not this Eric. Not me, but Eric wait, Trump, do you me. have a love child in Arkansas? No, I did not. Okay. I'm on my way to Arkansas tonight. Oh, this, this oh to okay. This has nothing to do with this. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, yeah, but they'd be, asking, they'd be asking about Trump's kids, for yeah. sure, and, and whether or not he was proud to be a grandfather to an illegitimate love child you know they do i mean they have no shame when it comes to republicans Mm -hmm. and then they act like it's it's absurd that you ask joe biden that question classy did Mm -hmm. you read the profile uh i think it was i think it was in the atlantic of joe biden that came out yesterday i saw Um, it i have not gotten a chance to read it yet i did it was it was pretty interesting so you know the whole issue with biden right he's going through his debates he does such a bad job What's the problem? He can't get through sentences. You can see him kind of like trying to like like will himself to mm-hmm. get through sentences sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it feels so much like an excuse. Um, but now they've come out and done an extensive profile and basically said that he's he's a stutterer and he's having issues with that. He was a stutterer when he was a kid. Um, was able to overcome it. Like he was legitimately a big problem for him as a kid. Apparently, I don't I don't remember this part of his bio, <laughs> but it apparently was passed it. Was able to go this whole time and like it's starting to affect him again. And, and like, I, obviously, what the campaign is doing here is like, you got to excuse this. It's a yeah. medical thing, but he's totally fine, which is a, probably a good approach because, uh, you know, it's it's a big part in the, a moment in the campaign where the campaign is finally admitted. Joe's never coming around. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is mm-hmm. never he's never going to you know it wasn't that he was rusty. We talked about this after that first. He's not all of a sudden all yeah. of a sudden going to get good. Right. He's this right. is the way he is, and we need to come yeah. up with a reason a way to explain this to the people. And what they did is they actually had the reporter who is also a guy a guy who stutters has the same issue but much worse than Biden. And they talked about it. And it's like kind of it was it, I will say kind of an endearing story in some ways. Like you know this guy overcame this stuff and he's having problems with it and he doesn't want to admitted he's kind of old school he doesn't mm. want to say he can't get past it but in reality this is what he's dealing with on the other hand the cynical part of me it feels like a campaign tactic to yeah. just get past this sort of elderly moment he keeps having well if you look at all of his gaffes they're not all just stuttering moments right, right? like he no. what the record player comment yeah. i mean that was not a stutter that was just a yeah. crazy well, weird comment i know you have a defense of that but the poor, <laughs> wow, the, I, don't have I know you're a Joe said. Biden apologist. No, I'm okay? saying what the article says. <laughs> well, but hold on. But what about the the uh, poor kids are just as smart as white kids? Oh yeah. 
Like that yeah. wasn't a stutter. Neither <laughs> was, well, was uh, you know, only right. Indian people are allowed to own Seven Elevens and all the things. Go mm-hmm. back, uh, the clean, articulate black person. The first right. time in history. Got a lot of racial weirdness yes. going on. That goes back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric. You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah, man. No, I see. I, I, I'm gonna run with th- that as an excuse. You know yeah. what I mean? That they just yes. don't want to have to admit too. that sometimes. As you get older, mm-hmm. you don't have it all upstairs. You're not a and sharp. I, I think that's okay to be like, yeah, that that that's a thing that happens. Now maybe we don't want to make this guy president if yeah. that's the case. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's just a reality. You know what I mean? Like that's not he's not immune from that. I mean, I'm pretty sure right. all of our grandparents and all of them had to deal with the same situation. You yeah. know what I mean? It happens. So mm-hmm. I would much rather them just come out and say that, but there's no way they're gonna do that because that would completely derail uh-huh. everything. So they have to make it seem like, well, he's he's okay. It's just somehow he's re- I didn't know that was a thing and I, I'm not you know in med school or anything like that yeah. so I can't confirm if that if that happens where you somehow got, overcame something like that and mm-hmm. then you got it back when you were older that's a really good point I mean I, I loved my dad dearly I wouldn't have voted for him when he was 77 yeah. right. I would not have he was not in you know top condition mentally to to be president of the United States at 77 years old. And I don't think Joe Biden is either. And I think Democrats are starting to become hip to that. And, and, I, and I think he's losing support because of and it. And it's not an age thing either, because you look at the difference between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, Sanders Bernie is Sanders, sharp. Is, he, he just had a heart attack a couple months yeah. ago, and he's way sharper than Joe Biden. Yeah, but is. yet you see, uh, you know, the media and the left, anytime Donald Trump, like, breathes the wrong way, they're like, he is clearly not fit. He is not <laughs> sure. mentally fit is to be true. president. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, have you seen your guy over here? You point out, but both Trump and Warren are both right around these same ages, too. I mean, mm-hmm. this is not like, this is not a field that's filled with a spry, uh, spry youth. Uh, this is this is an old field. Except for Buttigieg, which Buttigieg is why he's... He's rocketed to the Taking top in the first two states. Yeah. I think so. um, and on the point, uh, their their mm-hmm. argument for this, and it's 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 interesting because the guy is a stutterer who's doing the interview, so he's like basically giving credibility yeah. to all of these points. This happens to me, uh, but he said that mm-hmm. one of the things that happens, um, it's not just stuttering. It's you know the stutter's coming. So when you know the stutter's coming, what you do is try to change the way you're phrasing it so uh-huh. you don't get the stutter. And so that's why they, they're trying to explain why he keeps wording things really strangely or he forgets, like, names. It's not it, – it really was a fascinating look at that world. But they do say in the article, I'm almost positive this is it's about two-thirds of the way through, that it doesn't – it's not known to come back to adults. Like, it, once you get rid of it when huh. you're young, it doesn't just come back when you're 70 because you're old. Now, they're say, they were still tying it together, and maybe it's like a, a light version or something related – but they—that's. They, I don't think that's the medical facts of it. It's not like you start stuttering when you're young, you cure it, and you start stuttering again when you're old. Well, and even even then, let's say that that was the case. If I were a voter, that still would concern me. Like, yeah. okay, well, if that's coming back all of a sudden, well, yeah. what else is he going to have that comes up? And I think we could look at this and say, like, let's just say it's purely all it was was stutter. Like, John Stossel had a stuttering mm-hmm. issue, right? And like, so a, did Ed Sheeran. Great, yeah, Ed, Ed, that's right. Ed Sheeran, he cured it with his Eminem lyrics. He did. Um, Thank you. But, yeah, but yeah. like, again, like, Ed Sheeran, like, is obviously very capable now of uh, speaking incredibly well. Like, this is what it, the guy, you know, he's... He, Some it, might I, say I he is the best. I know you love him. See, the, don't, you're, you're on me for Biden. You're an, you're an apologist. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, but the point is, like, this is Sheeran's not running for president. Re- well, yes, okay. Ed Sheeran's not running for president, <laughs> number one. And number two is, like, this... You could say, like, let's just say he had uh, restless leg syndrome, okay? We could all say, like, all right, right, restless leg syndrome. He could be president having restless leg syndrome. That's not going to really affect his job, (laughs) right? right? 
stuttering might mean he says the wrong thing to a foreign leader. Yeah. It might mean that mm-hmm. he starts a nuclear war yeah, by saying, yeah, we're, we've launched instead of we haven't launched. <laughs> like, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating, right. but like, it, that is, a, communicating as a president is a really important thing. They used to beat up on Bush all the That's time on this. That's what I was going to say. And like, it, like as much as it's fr- it was frustrating as a Republican to try to, or a conservative to try to say like, no, nah, well, come on, it's not that big of a deal. At some level, it is a big part of the deal because you're not able to convince people of stuff. You're not able to make the best case. Mm-hmm. You're not communicating to foreign leaders well. There's a lot well, to I mean, that. they say that now, which is why it's, yeah. why it's weird about Trump. You yeah. know what I mean? And some of the things that he, he <laughs> see, some of the things that he says, you know what I mean? And so I would think that that would still be something that they would worry about. I would, mm-hmm. But that they, of course, you know, they'll shift the post in a minute. But mm-hmm. yes, with, with Trump, I mean, I, we, we're seeing it. We're seeing it. All, we see it all the time in which they say there's no way that um, a president should be saying things like that or talking like that and things of that nature. Had a weird you know tweet. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Got to kick him so, out of office. So exactly. So they'll, but they'll make excuses for him just like they're doing now, and they'll maybe even use it to feel sorry for him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's hit a couple quick just quick things ones. in the news. Yeah. Um, let's see. One of the Jeffrey Epstein prison guards. Because y'all know I love me some conspiracy theories about Jeffrey Epstein uh, is apparently going to cooperate with prosecutors and divulge details about the night Epstein reportedly killed himself, reportedly killed himself. Uh, So this was, of course, one of the guards that was arrested for falsifying the records. And apparently her legal team said she is considering a plea deal in which she will offer up information on the circumstances surrounding Epstein's death. So we're going to hear that she saw a woman win in a pantsuit (laughs) past her little station there. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's coming. And it's not Tulsi Gabbard either in a pantsuit. I hope she has 24-hour bodyguards I was just about to say, it might be, oh, she committed suicide. That that may be what we heard. Tova, Noel, Noel, I mean, Godspeed. Girl, like you better have some twenty four seven security. Well, they're in trouble. I mean, you know, they're in some oh, yeah. serious trouble because they were supposed to check every fifteen minutes and right. they didn't check at all. Oh yeah, they blew it. They, but, you know, who knows? Had they had done that, the so last this might be a waiting nights and yeah. nothing happened. I mean, yeah, they did actually say that. You know how they were saying some of the cameras outside the mm-hmm. room would not show inside the room. Apparently, there were cameras. I think it, that were in the general area, and they have no one coming or going uh, from this area the entire night. So, like, uh, wow. it does, that part of it does seem to support. And, again, they've, mm-hmm. they, they've, they have found no evidence whatsoever that disagrees with the coroner's report. That being said, that's a terribly unfun way to do this story. So let's, I don't, I don't why did you, God, Except you're, for the three broken bones in the neck, which is more indicative well, thank of suicide. You. Well, that's which not is a what, homicide. That, there was a report on that. but the, That was the, the medical examiner. Yes. Right? Yeah, the medical examiner. Who disputed yeah. the coroner. Yeah. The, and, was, and this uh, was a renowned... Yes. Medical examiner. Also um, related to the Epstein camp, right? Like it was actually, wasn't the person that was hired by Epstein to That's do That's minor it? details. Why are you ruining it? He didn't it. kill himself. We all know it. <laughs> Little black rain crop every time. Thank you. Yep. Uh, let's see. An NYT style critic, New York Times style critic, has something really, really big to let everyone know. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard uh, is a little bit cultish, so she is now a cult leader because she's wearing the white suit. The style writer Vanessa Friedman says Gabbard is, quote, using her white suits to tap into another tradition, latent in the public memory, the mythical white knight writing in to save us all from yet another regime change war. And that the suits call to mind the white of avenging angels and flaming swords of somewhat combative righteousness and the white robes worn by, quote, cult leaders. But 
There, she gives no examples. No that's examples. That's None whatsoever. That's Isn't breach. it? That's a very, very impressive. If I was Tulsa, I'd run with it. Why not? <laughs> why, why not? I was like, if you come up with something that creative, yeah, why not? That, that, we're all about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, elect me president and we'll all go up heaven's chimney together. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. It's just like this contest of who can be the most woke and connect yeah. the yeah. most dots that's, to that's something impressive. that doesn't that exist. That is impressive. That is that's impressive. impressive. I, I don't even understand that. This is your story, though. Like, you've been on the top of it the was, bandwagon yeah. of her getting to, to wear a different color. I mean, do you feel vindicated by this? I'm actually pissed. Okay. I'm <laughs> mad. Oh, now wow. I support the white suit. Wow. Now I have to be Good on board flopper. with the white suit. There it is. There's no way we can let this stand. Tulsi, I changed my mind. <laughs> wear the white suit every single time just to stick it to them. But seriously, I don't understand why she keeps wearing white. But she it's not because great. she's a cult leader. She, she does she's look going great. To what works. But it's just like, okay, you got compliments on it the it's, first time you did it. That doesn't mean you wear the same thing every time. It's like the female mm-hmm. version of Beto. Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't think he ever got compliments on his blue shirt. Just saying. <laughs> uh, so Fartgate was something that we have been very, very closely yeah. uh, covering here on the News and Why It Matters because obviously it matters. Okay. Hmm. Um, but just to end on something fun, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy was kind of poking fun at Eric Swalwell for his Fartgate moment. He posted a picture on his Instagram uh, from, uh, you know, they were doing interviews on the Hill. And there was a picture of, for those of you podcast listeners, Eric Swalwell in front of the cameras and Kevin McCarthy standing behind him. Kevin McCarthy said, the last place you want to stand while giving an interview is behind Representative (laughs) Eric Swalwell. (laughs) That's really funny. Is that the interview too? That's great. I don't. I don't know. Oh man, because if he had that, he would right? have real information. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> know. We need some some hearings for that. Yeah. We've had impeachment hearings all week. We need some hearings for that. <laughs> okay. Do you think it was him? Was it Swalwell? I mean, maybe, man. I mean, if you want to, I mean, better out than in. You know. What I mean? so, <laughs> hey, man, my power to you, dog. <laughs> that. It's hard to argue with better out than in. <laughs> well, come on. It was CNN's excuse. Was it was a. Right, yeah, that's MSNBC. Yeah, that doesn't. I'll try to get. This is as close as I could get. No, that's not a fart. That's not. That's not it. No, no, clearly not. It's not. Clearly not. I want a constitutional amendment about better out than in. I think we need to get that done. Yes. Oh man! All right. July amendment. Well, that's it for. Oh, okay. I don't have these on my cards. So yesterday's poll: Will these impeachment hearings change anyone's mind on whether or not Trump should be impeached? Oh, well, you guys mostly agree with us. 92% said no. No one's changing their minds. 8% said yes. We're all just stuck on our teams, I guess. Well, not us. Not us here. We're perfect. But the rest of you sheep out there. Just stuck on your teams. (laughs) That's really, really depressing. Um, Well, there you have it. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you Monday. Hallelujah. Better out than in. That's a good way to end the show right there. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.